This is the Reflector Reflections podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we journey around the world talking with fellow human design reflectors as they experiment and navigate their unique design. Today's beautiful conversation is with Jodie, a 6'2 reflector who resides in New Zealand. Jodie has the incarnation cross of uncertainty and shares lots of wonderful insights via her Instagram, JF Sonnen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, beautiful soul. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so gorgeous to be here. I really am really appreciative and grateful. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, we were having a, a private little chuckle there because your um, your handle is spelt S-O-N-N-E. And I asked, yep. is that sun? And you said, no, it's sun. And so we were, I got it right. I was <laughs> yeah, proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, as we always do, let's talk about you and your journey with finding human design or human design finding you. How did that happen for you? Would you like to take okay. us back? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's probably a good five, six years ago now. Um, I really just happened to be online and I was just sort of doing one of those personality tests or something like that. And I came across the whole idea of, um, you know, human design types. And I thought, okay, I'll give this a whirl, you know. So I kind of answered. I don't know what it was on, what kind of questions. I, well, because I had the dates and everything. So I put my date and everything. And it came up with a reflector, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I briefly saw what the types were about, and I said, oh, blimey. Like, this is 1%, of course, this is going to be me, you know, like, how can this not be? It was just, it just sort of clicked. And then I thought, okay, so what is involved with a reflector? And that's when I was introduced to Interior Creature with Jacqueline. So I absolutely delved into that, and her sight just made so much sense to me. I had pretty much an epiphany when I was reading it. I remember it to this day. I was sitting at my auntie's house and she had this beautiful view out into the forest. And I was reading it and I was looking up into this view and reading it and I was like, what the hell? This is so spot on. And it just, because it, it, I was going through quite a lot of stuff at the time and it just seemed so validating. Like, yeah. this is it. This is what I've really been feeling and why haven't I come to that kind? Because I was already on a bit of a journey, you know, I was already on a bit of a self-discovery kind of journey, but it just seemed to be more um, more concrete and going, yep, this, this is it. I feel it. This is what I've been trying to figure out. And from that day on, I've just been toned love it and love all the, the bits and bobs for it. And yeah, no, it was it was that. So I think Interior Creature, that's a little shout out to you. It's, um, yes, that was wonderful. Uh, and you're saying like it just all made sense like did you did you go like most of us where obviously you went down the rabbit hole of wanting mm. to learn more and but that that journey back which we seem to go on that journey back you know as you're saying you're going through you know a shift yeah, anyway yeah. but taking that time to go back into your childhood and like looking oh at yeah your whole yeah. life did you well, is that, you know, for me, um, I mean, knowing what I know now, I will obviously make reference to things, but it's, um, this is about six to nearly, you know, six years ago. So I was in the middle of being on the roof with my second phase. So I had already been withdrawing. I had already been sort of sorting out my um, first half, you know, working through all of that and um, trying to find my ground with what I knew um, was now not correct for me, but yet I'd been living this incorrectly for quite some time. So when I looked at that, I was like, okay, um, the concrete part for me was really about the the relationships I was having at the time. So being knowing now that a reflector, I was constantly questioning why was I feeling the way that I was feeling and and so much frustration for it. I just was like, why am I feeling like this? Why am I so frustrated with it? Why is this not clicking? But yet I'm constantly in my head. And when um, when it's referring to relationships that I had throughout my life, and even at the time of being up on the roof too, I was still making mistakes and going, okay, so something has to change here. And with that, with Reflector and knowing that I was reflecting the other person that my feelings that I found really were frustrated because they weren't my feelings to begin with or that I was reflecting um, 
their energy and making it my own, which wasn't really what I was supposed to be doing. I needed to push that back and not absorb it, which is the whole, you know, sieving, sifting and holding on and things like that or letting it go. So it was that was the that was the main big thing for me. Like um these feelings are not mine and the feelings that I was are are theirs. It's my reflection of being in their company and that just that just changed everything for me. Like it totally just rocked my world is I now from that point on was registering what truly was I feeling like okay detaching from what I was thinking to what I was actually inside it sounds very confusing but I mm. hope as a reflector yourself I'm sure you'll understand um what yeah. that means like um and 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 just putting that I mean we're supposed to detach from it we're supposed to flick it back and realizing that's kind of what I've been doing but the reaction that you get from that is what you're absorbing and that and that was when I needed to try and um, figure out what was real and what wasn't. It was like the the, the illusion had just shattered, yeah. you know. It yeah. was the Oz was behind the curtain and there he was sitting there sort of thing. So, <laughs> yeah, that was the main thing for me around that yeah. time. Yeah. And the rest is just fun, you yeah. know. Like it's all so fun and it's just discovering, yeah, actually I can connect to that and I can connect to this. I don't know about that one, but definitely this one. And then working through that. Yeah, I love that. I love that, you know, you, you got to that point and then you're just like, yeah, this is fun because it is yeah. fun. It is it fun. It is fun. Learning it's, about it's, it. So it's, sometimes it's, we take it a bit too seriously, don't we? we I get think a little bit so. Exactly. We kind of like go, like you said, the rabbit hole, but you got to lift your head up sometimes and go and, and be reflective of that information. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, okay, yeah, I see that. No, I don't see that. But the other ultimate thing with that, Annie, is that when you go down the line, you're kind of like, oh, I didn't think that before, but now I think that now. Yeah. You know, so it's constantly changing, constantly reassessing and then going, I actually in this time, maybe with the transits, I don't know, I'm actually feeling what I didn't feel beforehand. And that's probably why I wasn't relating to it, you know. I so, love the gift of just being able to change your mind. You know, that's yeah. a, a part of that deconditioning. It's just all of a sudden you get to that acceptance state of just going, look, I know this is going to, I'm going to change my mind because I do all the time and yeah. finally be totally okay with it. And now I laugh at I, I laugh, I'm like, you know, I'm going to change my mind about this or you know, this yeah. is going to change. And it's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I can yeah. make light of it now. Whereas I think in the past you, you, you'd kind of, well, I would, I'd be like, why can't you be consistent? And I'm like, now I'm yeah. like, what, consistent? Who wants to yeah. be consistent? Boring. <laughs> <Yeah. Boring. laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. It's like, why, what's, we hold on to things, don't we? Okay. I don't know whether it's a society thing or, you know, you've got to get this and you've got to get that and you've got to have that plan and it's a long-term plan and it's all of that. Um, it's not possible. And and we were, and I was constantly disappointed. So here, there's, you know, there's the thing, the theme. Constantly yes. disappointed with my own perceptions and my own goals. and But also knowing that I'm capable of, re if it really is meant to be, then it's meant to be and I will follow that. Yeah, you know that decision making is there after whatever time, or it's like nah, you know, you know how I said I wasn't going to have that wine last night. Well, I'm going to have a wine now, you that's know, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's my okay. prerogative. Exactly. <laughs> so, talk to me about the the sixth line, the the journey of of you with that sixth line, because you know, in human design, yep. it's like you live the roughly until you sat in return as a third line. Can you yeah. identify with that? Absolutely. Yeah, I can. Um, the first phase, I mean, not knowing human design then as well, um, was a whole trial and error. And I know that it wasn't bad, but there was definitely in the childhood, there was things that I um, had to come to terms with later on in assessing in that second phase of the sixth line. So I knew um, that already there was things that I needed to um, work through, childhood traumas that I didn't probably think they were at the time until I really looked into them and going, actually, yeah, that, that doesn't sit well, that wasn't right. Um, or um, what I'm thinking or believing, my morals and my values are not actually mine, they are my family's or my mother's. 
um, who was a very strong, um, she's, a, she's a, a, an emotional generator, manifesting generator. So, and very heavily identified, like her identity G-Centre is so strong, like she's got all of the gates pretty much activated. Yeah. Um, so in, in that, I realised that I needed to really move through the first part and experiment. Like I went overseas, I played around, I, you know, did the thing. And, and then it really was when I was about 27, I met my husband and we got married and we moved back to New Zealand. And I pretty much had a shock. Like when I arrived back here, I had thought that everything was going to be perfect, that I would be supported with my young family, and it wasn't that case at all. In fact, the second or third day that we arrived, um, I got like one of my family members sort of shutting me off and going, no, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Or da -da -da. And I'm like, oh, the holy crap, this is not what I thought I was walking back into. And that was my entry into um, the second phase of the six line wow. and that was that like okay I need to withdraw here and I need to figure out what it is that I'm really looking at mm -hmm. and in that time I still made mistakes um with relationships but I, I I figured out why I was making them in my second phase there yeah and 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 really assessing that and really looking for, it was I mean major shadow work it was just yeah. really digging into that and understanding um, what I needed to do to come out of it, you know, to yeah. get the fresh air and and to know. And that did mean I had to withdraw and I did withdraw and I took myself out of certain relationships and situations. And even to this day, there's been repercussions for that. But it's about me um, knowing who I am outside mm. of that environment. Yeah, and well. now that I'm like a year and a wee <clears> bit <throat> left coming down off the roof, I can actually say that um, it, it's starting to shift again and I can feel that shift as well. Like I am being more aware of being into communities such as like the HD online. Yeah. Um, also with my job and getting out and it is like, yeah, coming down off the roof. And it's pretty scary too because you kind of forget how to be really social. Yeah. You know? Like you just, you just sort of, I think you've done so much work on yourself. You, it's a real, it's a, it's a big transition from that point imagine. to get back into the, <clears throat> into the third light, the third phase of that. Um, and I'm, but I'm looking forward to it because it will be interesting what kind of challenges will come up and how I'll deal with that from that point, knowing what I know, how I'll be dealing with that for further further use. Wow, sorry, you're just cutting in and out yeah, a little bit there. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, sorry, um, but knowing. Um, like I, it's just knowing what I know about myself and dealing with the challenges. Like Ross says, you'll be dealing with the same ones, but you'll be just reacting differently or you'll be addressing them differently. Yeah. Um, I was, I'm glad that you spoke into that because I really wanted to ask you about, you know, coming down off the roof, you know. Yeah. A, and with all due respect to most others, but a lot of the um, the other reflectors that I've spoken to, excuse me, <clears throat> wow um you know they're still in that in that set that that second phase of the of the mm. sixth line you know they're on the roof um yeah yeah but I haven't spoken to too many people who are starting to come off the roof or have mm. come off the roof and and how mm. that feels and as you were saying you're really noticing how it feels um yeah and how does it's, that feel I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like a little I don't want to say jealous but I envy the people who know HD and knew and knew what was happening for them to be going on the roof, um, knowing that they they feel that withdrawal and it's okay because they've been you know they're using the tools of HD, um, where I didn't have that aspect to it mm -hmm. and, but in that reflection, um, I can see the reasons why and that's my journey and then. Knowing, like, it's it's hard to, that, that phase is so super hard because you're really, you're really turning that mirror back on you. Like, yeah. you're figuring out who you are truly without the conditioning of what's happening around you. And some people may be having a time of their life with that. They might be really happy that they can just go, okay, you know, it's easy for that. But I think also for a um, left 
uncertainty, like me, like lacks of uncertainty, is that um, I, I people are have been my journey. Like they, they connections and relationships are my journey, is my lessons, um, and to figure out how to balance that out from um, being totally conditioned by it to then realizing exactly your own um, your own phase and coming. Mm withdrawing into that and really knowing that and then deciding you need well not deciding but you're you are, you're being pushed down that roof yeah. you're pushed off that roof you know you don't <laughs> have any say in staying up there or not um <laughs> that's knowing, actually interesting yeah you don't have a yeah. say even if you, you want to stay say, up there, you you've got come to get down up. <laughs> yeah exactly get off that tin roof um so knowing that knowing knowing all that and being true for yourself but knowing you you are going to be still influenced by other people and environments even with that knowledge of what you've done in the second phase it is scary it is scary because you turn around and you go oh god I hope I don't get conditioned by him or her or I hope this doesn't happen anymore you know like am I going to be strong enough am I going to do it you know and, yeah. and that's that's the truth of it. it it's like that's when you need to realize you've got you've got this you've got it and that's what I tell myself it's like you've got this and you've got to go with the flow and you've just got to trust your own process and trust that you will look after you and and know that you've done the work and you just have to you just got to experience it still go through it experience it you may be triggered from some of it but you still ultimately have got the tools to come out of that water pretty quickly you know like yeah. you can just it's, it's up to you isn't it at the end yeah. of the day I love that it's so it's so true just um stepping into your role modelness now yeah I suppose and there's De- such a funny word role model isn't it <laughs> like I sometimes think really role model I don't know I don't know whether it sounds kind of pretentious or something but um I think it, I, I actually like it because you know from what you know even what you're saying and, and my eldest daughter she's a six two as well and and mm. I, I've watched her she's obviously just entering into her Saturn first Saturn return but oh, yeah, um, yeah. it's it's all that wisdom that you gain by being up on the roof and as you say it's mm. that real introspection that is you're coming down to go I've been observing myself and others yeah. for a long time and I'm now ready to share my gifts mm. with the world, you know, my mm. I, because I have taken all this time. I, I yeah, I've got a lot of respect yeah. for that. <laughs> the sixth yeah, line is quite that. challenging, I could imagine, it, you know, going through all these phases. It is, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. You, but you don't, you also don't have that, um, that acknowledge or that, you know, you can't see it though. No. You know, you, you can't really see it. Other people see it because that's the whole thing about a role model. So, and also the hermit, which is the two. So um, I do need to, people need to tell me, you know, like I really need that acknowledgement to know, actually you did that was really great or that was, you know, whatever, And I, but I'll do it this way or that's fine. But yeah. it needs to be spoken. I need to, it needs to be understood to know that, okay, that's what's happening. That's what I have been doing, you know. <laughs> How does that second line work for you? Do you find it's something interesting that I've noted that when we get a little bit older, we really do, well, I found in my experience, um, I identify a lot with my first line, with my unconscious mm. lines. How how mm. does that second line feel for you? Yeah, um, I understand it. Like I, I do understand the reason for it. Um the two is in my unconscious and both of it's 55 and 59 and um, that's that's distrust distrust and um, also shyness so I I understand why I need those mechanisms in the past now that I know about it it's to safeguard my body and to keep me safe which is is my lacks again of uncertainty but also my innocence and the, my sense which is security so I, I know the reasons for it. And now that I know that, I can be okay with being by myself or distracting or going to a walk, a walk without other people. And my family is very, like my my family now is very, very much okay with that. And in fact, my husband says, go for a walk, go and do this, go and do that, go and sit in your room and meditate, go and journal write or something like that. 
He knows what's good for him, see? He knows. He does, he does. But it's really hard for him. He doesn't, he himself, being an emotional generator, he just, he can't get that. He's just, he needs to be on the go. Like, he does need to feel like he's on the go. And I have to be honest, I do sometimes feel slight pressure from from that going, okay, I need to keep up with him and da-da-da-da-da. But um, I also know that that's also how people pull things out of me as well yeah. or pull the experience out of me. So there's that nice little balance. But with so two, talk to me um, about your family. Like you want to share your family dynamics? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my um, my eldest son is a projector 6'2". Yeah. So I'm already seeing the third um, that third line coming through with him. And What type of he, projector is he? He's an emotional one. Yeah. So again, he um, t- to sort of give him the wisdom or give him the foresight to say, you are going through something here, honey, but you just got to, you got to get through that, through that wave. And you need to just don't react. I try to tell him not to react straight away, like give him the time to sit with his feelings. And it's okay to be with his feelings, especially when they get really riled up yeah. um, or emotional, whatever. It's like just just feel it first before you react and you'll know what's the best thing to do and he's a projector so he's he's very much about the other and I can see that very strongly in him his his cross is um distraction mine so (laughs) I'm a cross of distraction (laughs) I know how that works (laughs) yeah I'd like to hear more about that for future reference yeah yeah (laughs) Um, and then there's my daughter who's a sacral generator. Yeah. So, um, and she is a three, a three, five. This, I've got her written yeah. here. Um, yeah, she's a three, five. So she's tension. She's across the tension and she's definitely that she, she really pulls it out of you and she puts, she puts it on you, but you, um, you have to engage with her, and you need. And but what she is is she's she is furthering the tribe. Like she totally, I can see that with her perfectly. And she's also very much um, academic. Where my son is very emotional, so um, she thinks she's quite logical. She's quad four, so a uh, quad quad left. So oh, she's yeah. very much yeah, very much that. Um, the I love the cross of tension. But, Very yeah. interesting. The cross of yeah. tension is a really um, interesting incarnation cross because it's like they, they literally have to just sit there just right. And I always like to think of it like a, you know, tuning the strings of a guitar or a violin and it's like if it's too lax or oh, it's yeah. too tight, it's got to be just right, that tension in yep. and out. It's just my daughter has, my 3-5 generator daughter has cross attention too. So I can oh, see really? that playing out with, she just ah, gotta, yeah. gotta just be on the, on the, on the edge all the time. Yeah. Just yep. interesting yep. watching it, them. It is very, it's very interesting watching them. She is also, um, it's funny, like the one thing I really remember about sacral generators or learning about them is the whole, mm, 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 she was so much like that when she was a baby in her toddler years she like you would ask her questions and she would just be going like she'll be just you know voicing it within she won't be speaking and I literally remember saying to her okay without knowing of HD now there's a different matter and I try to um, push her to do more sounds as opposed to her words but I did condition her a wee bit of saying to her you need to use your words sweetheart nobody's going to hear you or understand what you're saying if you weren't using your words but it was such a big thing with her and now knowing with HD as I do she um it's quite it's quite funny how that's all kind of aligned with that yeah my eldest I I, you know they were not raised in the lens of human design at all but my little ones Mm -hmm. my youngest ones they've been pretty much their whole life raised in through the lens of human design and I've got a manifesting generator son and his he doesn't have those sacral grunts and groans his is always yep nope (laughs) and that's just him and he's emotional too he's got a really yeah 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 it's so cool though isn't it the HD has really helped with bringing up my children yeah more with my projector son I think Mm. also because I have been also been surrounded by manifesting generators and generators most of my life so especially with my projector son, um, 
And the other thing is, is that all three of them are desire as well with their motivation, where oh, wow. I'm actually the only one with the innocence, which of course is their, yeah. their um, transference and they're my transference. So kind of working amongst that or um, getting swept away in it, <laughs> it might wow. be the other word, is quite, quite interesting in itself as well. Just knowing that I bring the, 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 the moment to a pulse, to a stop, where they are all about, um, well, not necessarily goals, but you know, there's a, there's a part, there's a driven, there's a there's a yeah. drive yeah. for whatever it is, um, and me going, hold on, guys, just pull back those reins, you know, like just, I just want to see the butterfly, I just want to <laughs> see this, you know. I love that. Um, so um, it's, it's, it's so, it, and that's why I like HD because it's it's no, it's all good. It's just it's that's why I like HD because it's so you can see it. It's just out there. It is amongst it. And I, I really love that, you know, you what a blessing it is for your son to have you, even your daughter, but your son to sort of have that where you get it. You get that he needs time. Yeah. And, and you yeah, know, because and time away his shores as well. Yeah. So he totally needs to be um, in his room and have that accessibility to come out whenever he feels like he needs to come out without thinking that he's locked in there or that what is he doing in there he needs to come out you know yeah. like he needs to have that space and that rest time and that's the other thing that I really try to um, help him with because of course being surrounded in this sort of environment or this you know structure that we live in the society is always about go always getting about work and as we know they're not meant to work 24 7 type um, as well as us you know with reflectors but with him I try to say to him, you know, yeah, it's great that you're going out and meeting people, but just remember that you like your own bed and it's always good to come home and recharge and spend a day or two just doing this and yeah. and, let, and knowing that it's okay to do that um, without feeling like he's having to go on the go as well. Because my gen as I said, my generation husband is just, and he's ex-military too, so he's <laughs> like, go, go, yeah. go, go. Yeah. So just making him be aware that he can just relax and hibernate for a while because that's what he needs. Where Do my you, daughter, she needs a little bit more um, stimulation, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, um, your family, have they embraced human design themselves or is it just something that um, mum's into? And Pretty much what mum's into. I mean, <laughs> my husband, my husband, he doesn't mind me talking about it. In fact, we've had many conversations together about it. Um, and he he will actually ask questions and he'll go, oh, really? Well, that's me then. That's definitely me, you know, all that kind of stuff. My son is tolerant of it. He'll listen to me, but he's not interested at all. He doesn't ask the questions or whatever. And my daughter is a complete, like, um, possibly denial. <laughs> I don't know, because <laughs> she's just like, yeah, um, it's like, don't label me. You know, I don't want to oh. be labeled. I'm not <laughs> labeled, you know. Everyone asks me what I am. You're, a, I'm a cancer, but I don't want to be a cancer. I'm just me, you know, sort of thing. So, yeah. I'm waiting for that one. I'm just waiting for that to go through whatever yeah. cycle she needs to go through, and I'm sure she'll come out the other end. <laughs> well, we're the same. Um, it's it's. I use the language. I know it's helped because I've got a generator partner as well, and mm. and he'll listen to me, but he's not into it as much as I mm. am. He's still on the offense about you know don't put me in a box how can one yeah. system define me you know but yeah, um, it yeah. Is, but he really loves the insights that it's given with raising the kids and I think yeah. I've spoken about it before just small things with my son because he's a, mm. an emotional manifesting generator wait for the wave because Jason would often get quite frustrated if he'd make something for him you know mm, mm. and then he'd change his mind so mm. I've said to him I know you don't like wastage so when you ask him something just wait because mm. he'll probably change his mind. Just small things like that that have yeah, just yeah. He, he's often said to me, you know, that really helps. It really helps but him not get frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> and then it stops the tension that's slowly, you know, yeah. getting bigger and bigger out of whatever it is with their personalities. But it has definitely helped with, with me and also my husband with, with my son because I think with his go, 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 Massimo's um, my son who pulls back a little bit, is re not reserved, but he's a 6'2", you know, he's Shores and he's a projector, but he's not as, um, um, I'm going to say aggressive, but just 
it take, it, he needs to learn a lot of the mistakes, which we know. Where my husband is a two five, I think a two four. So he, you know, it's it's um trying to find that balance between the two of them. Yeah. Um, but it definitely has helped me bringing them both up. And if I had had known it earlier, it would have been great as well, just especially with food, you know, with them yeah. eating, especially my sacral um, generator. I would have, because she's also taste as well. So yeah. I kind of feel like I could have learned or there would have been less dinner time issues going on um, if I'd known about it a little bit earlier. Um, and now, well, that we're going to be in when these kids, like, you know, I often think about this because, you know, I found human design later in life. Mm. Our children are kind of they're being raised in this in this way, whether or not they mm. choose to explore it more. But yeah, even if they do, it's like they know this stuff. It's like yeah, I they, what kind they of do. world it's going to be in 20, 30 years. Yeah, because this is the thing, isn't it? Isn't this what we what it's all about? Was about um, how you. Nourish your children under these tools, and that's the ultimate goal. I think Rail was trying to implicate was mm. the children and the generation. Um, and if they don't, you know, get into it or whatever, their upbringing has been um, molded by these things of them being individuals, you know, yeah. being their, their own selves. And that's what we we ultimately want is these individuals that. Um, are okay with themselves without feeling they need to fall into this big collective um, flock of sheep, you know. So yeah. it's, it's what we ultimately want for our kids is to, to be able to be, you know, okay with themselves so they can go through and contribute to the world in the way that they need to and know is, is beneficial for them but also for the collective mm. which we are heading into, which is changing regardless of where yeah. we're at. Um that's, I mean, that's another big story. <laughs> that's our goal too, isn't it? Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. Our goal is to to be 110% comfortable with who we are. Yeah. Best expression. That's because our that's, ultimate goal. It is because that's well, that's our contribute, you know. That's our, our thing for the society is to know that we fully use the potential and that's what's what the whole thing is, bringing out our full potential yeah. And be able to do that without having hindrances or influences outside of us out to, to, to push us into a lane that we are actually not made to do. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the better thing? That's the thing I would ultimately want for my children and myself to know without thinking that I'm, you know, part of this yeah. this group of people that all look the same or do the same or yeah. think Boring. the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pass that one. <laughs> Next one, please. How um do you implement some of the things that they say a reflector should do? Do you how does your daily practice look? Do you wait the lunar cycle? Do you sleep alone? Do you subscribe um, to all those things? I did try doing the sleep alone thing. I think I've been together with my husband too long to do that, and I do need um him near me um to be able to sleep. Um, and I think I get enough alone time during the day or when I can source it to be alone is enough to feed me for that to be in my yeah. own aura maybe less days and sometimes but more on other days you know depending of, of what's happening um, I do follow the moon and I always have had a connection with mother earth and the cycles and the transits not so much with the horoscopes as such um, but definitely felt influenced by the planets big mm. time and that's another reason why I fell deeply with human design because finally it was saying actually you are a reflector and you are influenced by this these energies and that's why it makes so much sense that you know Mercury is in this or um, Saturn or Jupiter is in that and with the moon I've just I've you know it, it's something that I've always um, knew knew inside of me that I had this very potent feeling of cycles, yeah. of patterns as a woman as well, you know, the um, the cycle of uh, menstruational yeah. 
periods and everything, just knowing that we are so incredibly connected and to think that we're not would be incredibly naive of us to think that and egotistic in some ways because we're such we're such small animals, you know, like we really are. Um, and we are part of this. We, th- it, there's no denying that. No. You know, um, so it's always it's always been strong. It's always been strong. I mean, I, I love the idea of Mother Earth and, and the Mother Goddess as well. Yeah. I'm very much into that, into the archetypes of um, other things like Iana and um, Venus. I mean, I thank her for getting me and my warrior man together. I, uh, we met in Australia, married in a place called Venus, yeah. Port of Venus, under the Venus star uh, on a Friday. So, wow. you know, it's... It's um, yeah. They've always been. It's always been part of me, and I know that that's integrated. That spirit. That's fifty-five, and and I can't. It's it's not something I can let go because it won't be able to let go. It's just yeah. it's just there. This part of me. I um, love that we go learning. back and we look at that, don't we? And and we we've when we are. What am I trying to say here? When when we are in our true natural expression, when we look back in our lives when we were younger and in our true happiness, we were, we mm. were naturally always doing this anyway. We've yeah. always been reflective. Yeah. We've always known how to do it. We just kind of get a little bit like caught We up. were doing it. We yeah. were doing it. it. But it's the conditioning, isn't it? Yeah. it? It was the conditioning. It's what depuating what is mine and theirs, I think, yeah. is the biggest thing. Um, and knowing knowing how to then learn to detach from that and to just let it bounce off you and use your sampling aura and go, um, yeah, I'm feeling all this, I'm feeling all this, but wait, when I get home, lie on the couch, spend some time just yeah. fusing through that, I'm going to feel better or I'm going to feel more relaxed or um, et cetera, et cetera. So understanding that, knowing that, yeah. is the big a big thing about being reflective but we did know that we were influenced by the, the transit mm. and the programs you know like I don't know about you Annie but I remember seeing people and going I literally remember thinking gosh she's so fake why is she so fake I don't understand her words yeah. are not matching her body language yeah. or vice versa and um why is she saying that when it's so obvious that that's happening like that or he or she or whatever I learned true. distrust very early in life. I, yeah. I just what you were saying then. That was I. I felt that too. It was very much mm. a. I, I distrusted people because at a very young age it was just like, but why would you Hold say on. that when yeah. you don't feel that, or why would you? And you know, family members and stuff. So I, I learned to yeah. avoid people <laughs> very no, early. I just realized yeah. that. I just realized that then. I was like, oh wow, yeah. deconditioning it yeah. never stops. It's always there. No. Just, yeah. just dropped into me as you were talking. the whole confusing thing, isn't it, though, is how, we, how a con- conditioned reflector is, is that you, you've you somehow gone up here and gone, what, am I really seeing that? I'm doubting myself, They're yeah. either gaslighting me or manipulating me, and I'm like, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it is me or maybe it's them or what, did I really see that? And, and the doubt. Yeah. Doubt that comes through, and yes. not, tr- and and maybe ending up not trusting yourself, and trying to learn to trust yourself again, knowing um, that actually what you're feeling is is true. You know, yeah, that's and reflector that one hundred and one deconditioning, oh, isn't it? Learning, <laughs> right, learning yeah. who we are. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like you got to scrape is. away all of the layers to go. Absolutely. And I love it. You you said that earlier in there when you're speaking about your mum, and and I use that a lot with clients as well. Mm. You know. Um, just having that, throwing it back like if something comes into your awareness, of whose voice is that? Is that my voice yeah. or is that is that my yeah. mother's voice or is that my father's voice or is that my teacher's mm. voice that drums stuff into us? Mm. Um, or you say something and you go, holy shit, that didn't feel right. Yeah. That's, not, that's not what I was meaning to say and yeah. it came out really wrong. Um, and knowing knowing that it's it's and the other thing is knowing that it's okay when you make that mistake because you are deconditioning and you are learning what your true voice is and knowing that whoever you're with wherever you are is going to change again anyway yeah you know absolutely knowing and that's why I don't know do you keep a journal do you write yeah I write Yeah. yeah 
So that's that's the thing I think is really important. I've kept journals since day dot, and and that's where my true voice is, and where I can actually get it out and go. Actually, yeah, this is it. This is it. This you is know, this is what I get. It's so interesting. Um, and again, <laughs> wow, I'm having all of these like <laughs> these thoughts drop into my head just having this chat. I love it because it's mm. like wow, my father is a reflector, um, mm. and. My journal entry writing is very like sporadic. Like it goes, I go through phases where I'll document things and then it might be a couple of days and I don't, and then I'll just write something. I have too many journals and then, mm. and then mm. I go, which one was I writing I know. again? Accumulated. Or yeah. I draw squiggles <laughs> oh, at the stuff. same time. Oh. <laughs> but I, I just realized then that my, my father, a reflector, he has journals. He's been journaling his whole life. And so every year he'd get his Collins um, mm-hmm. journal, you know, that had the, mm-hmm. and he'd write. And it's very fascinating mm-hmm. over the course of the years I've gone back and you can always go to a date and he'll, and it's it's just general stuff of, oh, today yeah. we did this or I drove the tractor. Mm-hmm. and But I'm like, wow, he he was living his design without it mm-hmm. just naturally. And, but yeah, so sorry, I digress. Yeah. But That's getting okay. back That's to that journaling, it's yeah. like that yeah. is a way to actually see also our patterns and stuff. Of yeah. going, wow, yeah. this was this cycles. Yeah. We we're talking about cycles there before. It's like you can mm. see these cycles. The ones yeah, that I have I'm gone writing back. about this. I'm writing about this again. I'm writing this or yeah. or the whole, you know, your whole dreams or whatever. You're I'm writing the same kind of dream and I need to keep going through, you know, like I need to keep going. Um, to get there or or realizing that you know you've written your dream and you're going why am I not actually doing this in real life like why am I not processing with this you know Mm. or um, proceeding with this sorry is what I meant to say but it's it's an the book is reflecting to me you know like it's coming back to me my own words and sometimes I do the whole little um, technique. I just get right, 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 right as fast as fast as I can to see what actually comes out or what words come out you know just now and again, I don't do that all the time, but just to see unconsciously what I, what I am actually trying to say to myself, you know, to move to 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 hear myself, to hear me, yeah. not anybody else. Yeah, I love automatic writing like that. That's fun too. That's mm. fun. That's playing. Yeah, isn't same. It? yeah, exactly. It's all just playing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take it too seriously. You just go, what have I got to say? Or, you know, I guess that's yeah. another thing with, you know, oracle cards and all sorts of things you can just play exactly. with. It's just learning you about can. you. And having yeah. just fun with that and going, oh, yeah, that, that, that resonates. No, hell no, that doesn't resonate. Or, you know, just like, um, well, there's a nice card. I can see that. Or because I, I have tarots as well. I do do a bit of tarot myself. And I, I enjoy that part too. Although I, I had a love-hate relationship with it when I was younger. I did sort of think, why are they, Why is this card keep popping up all the time? I'm, you know, like, I don't like it. I'm, I'm, I'm moving away. And I actually remember burying a deck once in the sand <laughs> at the beach as a ritual to go, I'm not going to fall for this. You know, like, this is not real. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I regret I regret now burying that freaking tarot deck because it was one of my favourites. You know? <laughs> Somebody dug it up. Oh, well, I was just going to say, I was trying, I think I tried to figure out which place I did it to try and <laughs> to dig it up. But now nah, I lost the place. I don't know what where the hell it is now. But so I bought pulp. myself another one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> just paper pulp. It's yeah. no more. <laughs> it's gone into the earth it's Nelson's the waves it. have took it how poetic you it's know? returned it's it's yeah, returned it from where it was yeah formed. exactly <laughs> <laughs> on to the next oh uh, yes <laughs> do you Jodie have any advice for people just finding out that they are a reflector what would your um I think the first thing when you said that a lot, I don't think a lot of people like the idea that they're a reflector. That's just the senses that I've got, that when they find out they're a reflector, they freak out or they don't like it or they don't resonate it with it. Um, I think because everyone everyone really does think that they need a definition, that they need something to hold on to, an anchor. Mm. And with being a reflector, you don't. it's, it's showing you that you don't. But in, but in the depths you know, in the depths you do and finding that, finding that depth, finding your motivation, 
you know, hanging on to the, the profiles and knowing that these are anchors, but your transits are also what makes you you in different times and what's been highlighted. And it's not all about HD too, you know. It's not all about being a reflector. There's so much else out there as well. It's it's a it's a tool that helps you understand yourself. But deep down, you all know who you really are. Yeah. You know, it's just learning it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It is a tool. Yeah. It's a wonderful one, and I haven't been on one this long. I mean, it's been nearly six years. I usually filter through things. You yeah. Know? I, yeah. I just go, okay, that was interesting. Move through. As I said to you earlier, astrology never really was my key. I could never kind of comprehend um, Pisces and health or whatever. Um, now I can connect a little bit more with the gates and, and especially with the, the rave and everything and the god godheads. But um, even that I moved through. Crystals I moved through. Um, but HD has stuck because there's so much truth to it and so much to learn from it and not just about you but about other people, people in your life and how you can navigate around them. And I think that's really important for a reflector to know know the program, be in the program, but also know the highlights of of individuality and how everyone is different. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And I'm the same. It's, it's, you know, we move through so many different things and, it's like, ah, oh, next. But this one, yeah. it's, it's just stuck. I don't see it going anywhere. It's just like, oh, yeah. it does, it does. But it's because, as you say, it's stuck. It's, yeah. it's you, 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 there's so much growth in understanding oh. who you are and others. I think it? also it's about what uh, what are you looking for at, at the beginning anyway? Yeah. You know, like when, when you come across it, what are you looking for? I was looking for some understanding of how I was taking people's emotions in, and it gave me the answer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I know that sounds all kind of funny, but it really truly helped how I was, um, how I was with myself in regards to the other. And yeah. that's, that was important for me at the time that I was trying to find it. It was, an, it was a question I was asking and, and HD gave me the answer. Yeah. I don't know because it's kind of like landed in my lap and without me really knowing so I but I think if an underlying I was I was kind of seeking more of well who actually are you Annie you know Mm. there was probably Mm. always that question who are you because you change so often yeah yeah Um, who are you you know who who really are you you keep going through jobs and you're doing this and the next thing and it's like um it's okay I love how you were saying there about, you know, the just finding that anchor because it is quite challenging mm. when you find out that you're a reflector and you're like, oh. Mm. But then when you get it, as I say, you can't. Like, what can I hold con- on to? The, the conditioned self is always like you need to be like anchored or you need to be this. Yeah. And it's just like, but that's not, as we were sort of saying earlier, that's just not who yeah. we are. It's nice we, when you can kind of let go of that attachment to yeah. things, you float and yeah. It sounds a bit wishy-washy, but, you know. It sounds beautiful too at the same time, yeah. doesn't it? It's like there's no. We're supposed to be transit, transient. Yeah, we are. Yeah, and we're supposed to go with the flow, you know, yeah. the whole um, analogy, um, analogy. I can't remember the word. Analogy. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that saying goes with the flow every time because I, oh. I love it. But then I, I, I had somebody say to me years ago, only dead fish go with the flow. So every time someone says go with the flow or I say go with the flow, <laughs> I hear in my head this this boy saying, only dead fish go with the flow. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I used to hate I used to hate it. I used to I hated it. I was like, what do you mean? Am I do I not have a say in this? Like, do I do I have to go with the flow? Can I just stop here? I, no, I'm not. You know, I'm stopping here, and that's when I'm thinking about the analogy of the stone and the, and the river. Yeah. You know, like the stone and the river, it's all moving past you. It's, it's in the flow, but you're still the stone. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not necessarily you're the flow. You're just in the flow. You're in the flow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're you're in the motion. You're in there. You're in there. Doesn't mean doesn't mean that you're getting carried away. You know, yeah. like it doesn't. It's not that you have any say or control over it. 
but sometimes you don't have control. We could have a whole <laughs> podcast about sayings and get, getting yeah, into the ins and outs of sayings. How fun would that be? Now, we're talking about this saying. Of the sayings. Make a book. Ever since you know, yeah, Google, yeah. ever since Google, mean? it's just like you, you do. <laughs> Google's Google's like that now all the time. We we find ourselves in this household often going, wonder where that saying came from. And you, before we know it, one of us is yelling at, "Hey Google, yeah, yeah, where did the saying?" And then we learn. It's just like wow. Yeah, information is so readily available to us. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like with my my Italian husband. He, my God, how much sayings he's got. They have got thousands of sayings that do not compute to the English language and it's like what the hell are you guys on over there like, there's so much what does that mean and then he'll, he'll tell you he's a sailor and he's the ex-sailor so of course he, it, all those sayings are all pretty much drenched in his being but it's like we know we don't have that one here <laughs> that, that one's not here but we do have that one <laughs> do your do your children speak Italian um, my son, his first language was Italian, but he was too when we moved to New Zealand. Yeah. And I think just with me not being an Italian myself, I think it was just easier for them to understand English. And he, he kind of lost it, um, yeah. my, my son, because he was born in, in Italy. Um, but my husband, Andrea, he, he speaks it all the time when he's on the phone. We have private little conversations in front of the oh, children. So you, and they, you speak Italian? I can, I can, yeah, I can parlo un po', poco. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's so funny because him and I will be going, blah, 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 and then my daughter will be going, what are you saying? What are you saying? And then like five minutes later, she's like, I know what you were saying because she's gone on Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one way that they're learning. <laughs> That's tricky. That is tricky. But I think if my son went over to Italy and he stayed there for a while, I think he would probably pick it up pretty quickly. It's just, I think it will, it's something that is like a hidden um, a hidden gem that he'll be able to discover or uncover if he was amongst it all again. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's all good. It's just the way the, the cookie crumbled. There's another saying. Yeah, yeah. Google that crumbled. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jay, oh, no, thank you so wonderful. much. Yeah, this has absolutely. been such a great chat. I've loved it. We'll have to um, reconnect again soon, and and uh, I don't know, you never know where it's going to go. But thank we you can so do much. lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, really enjoyed myself, and thank you again so much for having me on. I, I've totally enjoyed it, and the experience was definitely worth it. So, yeah. and I love what you do, Annie. You're bringing it all out. There's so many more reflectors out there for you to discover and bring out on the show. We, and we need to learn from us all. So yeah. uh, well done to you. Well Thank done to you. you.